Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Another Monday, another week of 2020. More coronavirus headlines straight ahead. For The Oklahoman, I'm Dave Morris. It's August 3rd. The Oklahoma State Department of Health reported 377 new COVID-19 cases on Monday. That brings the total number of cases in Oklahoma since the pandemic began to 38,602. And we continue to realize the impact of the coronavirus on our lives, education, employment, health. We start with the education part of that. Norman schools will have an online start. Their opening day moved back a week. The district will start classes virtually. Our Nuria Martinez-Kill reports the Norman Board of Education approved delaying the first day of school to August 24th. This is Nuria Martinez-Kill, education reporter for the Oklahoman. Norman Public Schools became the latest metro school district to announce that they would start the school year virtually this year. They also delayed their first day of school by a week to August 24th. And from then on, um, they will continue with classes online indefinitely. Uh, The school district said that they will phase students back into their buildings whenever it's safe to do so. And as of of right now, it's, it's very unclear uh, when that when they will reach that point, um, Oklahoma City Public Schools, Putnam City, and Yukon have all made similar announcements. Uh, Tulsa Public Schools should vote on whether to go all virtual to start the year tonight at their board meeting. Uh, it's appearing to become more commonplace in the state, um, and yet there's still many school districts that are planning to open in person or some like Middell and uh, Edmond Public Schools, which are going to open with a, kind of an alternating schedule where some kids are in school some days and some are at home some days. Um, every district is allowed to make their own decisions. There's no state mandate for when they have to close. Uh, Superintendent Nick Milliarino said in his message to the Norman community on Sunday night um, that once Cleveland County reached what's called orange level um, based on county per capita data, uh, he found that very troubling. And he and the district went ahead and made the decision to go ahead and close school buildings and continue online to start the year. Um, Just to give an explainer of what orange level means, that's based on uh, data from the Oklahoma State Health Department um, that's based on a county's per capita uh, cases of COVID-19. Um, Cleveland County, where Norman is, reached more than 19 cases per 100,000, which pushes them into orange level one under the uh, Oklahoma State Department of Education's COVID-19 alert system. And uh, school districts in counties that are at orange level one are recommended to go ahead and consider some kind of alternate schedule or just complete distance learning. And and Norman here opted for distance learning uh, in this case. 
uh, Norman parents and teachers and community members have been asking for the district to do this. Um, there were more than 2,000 parents, educators, and, and Norman residents signed a letter to district administrators asking uh, for a delay to in-person instruction. Uh, they just did not feel safe going back in person, and, and now we're seeing the district agreeing to go ahead and do that. And now on to employment a longtime government attorney has been hired to oversee staff at the Oklahoma Employment Security Commission. Our Dale Denwald has more. This is Dale Denwald with the Oklahoman. There's a new chief of staff at the Oklahoma Employment Security Commission. Claudia Connor was hired as the chief of staff at OESC after more than 15 years of state government and legal experience. Connor was recently Bethany's city attorney. She previously served as Deputy Director and General Counsel at the Oklahoma Department of Tourism and served as General Counsel for the Oklahoma Department of Commerce. She also spent seven years as an Assistant Attorney General and was Chief Legal Counsel for that agency. And the Oklahoma State Department of Health named its third lead epidemiologist since the beginning of the global pandemic on Monday. State Department of Health confirmed that Oklahoma State University faculty member Jared Taylor will serve as an epidemiology consultant for the department. Adam Kemp is on the epidemiology beat. For the Oklahoman, I'm Adam Kemp. The Oklahoma State Department of Health named their third lead epidemiologist today after uh, interim state epidemiologist Aaron Wendelbow. His contract expired last Friday, leaving the department without a lead expert uh, in the middle of a global pandemic. On Monday morning, they did announce that uh, Oklahoma State University faculty member Jared Taylor will serve as an epidemiology consultant for the department. No details were really given about what his day-to-day role will look like, um, other than that he will work to ensure the continuity of the epidemiological support and expertise to public health stakeholders as agreements are finalized, the department said in a statement. Um, This is the third lead epidemiologist the department has turned to in the midst of uh, the COVID-19 outbreak in the U.S. Uh, Wendelbow took over in late March after uh, former state epidemiologist Lawrence Burnshead was uh, reassigned to a different position within the department. No explanation was really ever given for why Burnshead was moved other than to say that uh, their actions were, you know, for the benefit of the state and for communications across the state during a pandemic. So uh, right now, Oklahoma just kind of experienced its worst week of the pandemic. They averaged, you know, more than a thousand new infections per day and had 22,000 people plus uh, throughout all of July that were reported new infections. So um, maybe the State Department of Health figured this was a time better than any to, to, to make another change. Our big thanks to Nuria Dale and Adam for the reporting today. One final story to get you through this podcast. Your trip to Dallas is getting shorter. Speed limits will increase to 75 mile an hour on rural sections of I-35 and I-40. Randy Ellis reports the Oklahoma Transportation Commission voted Monday to raise the speed limit to 75 on nearly 400 miles of the rural portions of I-35 and I-40. And the Thunder lost this afternoon. Yes, the NBA is playing afternoon weekday games. Welcome to 2020. 
Read all about it on our website, oklahoman.com. For producer Paige Dillard, I'm Dave Morris. Have a great night, everyone.